What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the OFC Podcast, episode one. Uh, this is our first movie episode. I'm your host, Sai. I'm here with Ellie. Yep. And Hungry. Yeah, who hungry? <laughs> Hash couldn't make it today. He is grocery shopping with the wife and, uh, you know, just otherwise being a married man. So he we're back. His regards, though. That's, the, that's a good thing. He sends his regards. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, and today we are going to get into our first movie, which is Ava 1.0, You Are Not Alone. And it's pretty much an almost shot for shot retelling of the first few episodes of the original Neon Genesis Evangelion anime, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right up until right before we meet Asuka. Um, if you're not familiar with the series and you haven't watched the second movie or the TV show, then don't worry about it. But it just covers about the first six to eight episodes worth of information. And the reason I want to talk about the differences between the movie and the anime is because it's kind of like, since it's so um, close in the beginning, I want to talk mm-hmm. about like the reason that he made it. And the biggest thing, not to put it bluntly, but he basically like didn't like the state that anime was in, Hideaki Anno, the creator. He was like, yo, I don't like the state of anime right now. I think everything is just like, uh, generic and the fans they only care about like the technical how good everything looks and the the very base elements of the story and they're not really getting into the nuance so we wanted to recreate this to kind of uh, I guess bridge the gap between what he understood his work to be and what the fans took his work and works after it that took from him to be um, <laughs> which is kind of funny he was basically like yo this is shitty. You guys suck. The fans suck. <laughs> it's time to come back. Um, Which, to me, that sounds pretty funny. Like, And the fact that he got away with it, too. Yeah. <laughs> Basically he said, said it. fuck y'all. I'm better than y'all. And watch me work. And then made that shit work. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, all the uh, fans, I guess, they're like, yeah, we do suck. And all the animation, <laughs> all the other directors were like, yeah, maybe we aren't as good, you know? He just kind of got to get that off. <laughs> Him and his entire team who worked on uh, NGE kind of just got to get their shit off right there. It seems hilarious. like it's one of those things where, like, uh, if you know you're the best and you say you're the best and you prove you're the best, then nobody's really going to say nothing. But, like, if he had fucked this up, so yeah. Yeah. they would have been on him. I think that's why he went so conservative uh, with the first movie. I think so too, because I know you're familiar with the the episodes, but I don't know if uh, Ellie is of the uh, like the original. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. Oh, okay, he took some liberties in this that he didn't take. Well, yeah, he, he took some liberties in this that he didn't take in the la- in the the episodes, and I feel like yeah. it's, it's done a lot a lot better. Talk about it. Talk about it. Like uh, as we like we kind of touched on this before before uh, before we were talking. Like uh, he he changed some elements of the story where like you know how the Titan not the Titan the the Eva goes berserk. Mm-hmm. So like in the second part it went berserk, but the animation style to me I don't know if you guys saw it, but it seemed a little choppy during the during the episodes. Mm-hmm. But here it was a lot more fluid, a lot more like detailed, in my opinion. Yeah, it made the Eva feel like hey this thing is organic matter it's not mm-hmm, a robot yeah. <clears throat> and you can't um, just throw people into it 
and yeah, and it just works. And I like that he did it. I believe in the show, if my memory serves, that happened a lot later on. I don't think that was his first fight with the like skeleton-looking angel where he did that. I think that was a little bit later in the series where the Ava kind of had a mind of its own and broke free or whatever. But I like yeah. how they established that in the beginning with this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I didn't like about just like just the story in general was uh the side characters. I feel like they were a little like unneeded. Hmm. In my opinion, which ones? Like, like the the classmates? Yeah, the classmates. Yeah, I think the only reason that he really has the classmates there is to show that like Shinji does have some type of desire to save other people. Because for the most part, other than that, Shinji's pretty fucking selfish. He like, just he just feels needed. <laughs> I think it's that he actually found some people where he can like, oh, so you know, it's not just like it's not just me by myself in this world. It's actually people that need me. You know, I'm not just a tool. So I can I guess it's just, you know, try to give him some life instead of have him be uh, you know. Yeah, because like for the, <laughs> for the first half, right? Mm-hmm. Well, actually all throughout the movie, he just keeps saying like Either, yo, my dad isn't watching, what's the point? Or nobody else thanks me, what's the point? Like, Uh, there are lives to save here, Shinji, that's the point. (laughs) But But then again, he is like, what, 12? Not 12, what is he like? I think he's like 14, 15. Yeah, 14, so he doesn't doesn't grasp the concept of things that are bigger than you. (laughs) If you grew grew up without being loved, like, those are some things that you would expect to at least would like to feel at least once or you know just like once for a moment you know but now your yeah. dad just calls you up and says nah get in the eva and yeah uh, i mean <laughs> i don't want to bury the lead but the dad is like the worst person of all time oh say big facts. big facts it's but my favorite thing is he said he lures him in mm-hmm. with the, mm-hmm. the thought of the like the girl of this man's dreams <laughs> And then says, "I, right, you're not here for that. You're here getting the fucking Ava. So get in the Ava. Yeah. And he doesn't even like, do it nice. He's just like, get in the Ava. All right. Uh, I think it's And then he's how... nice to his sister. Like, well, that's sister. what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, no. oh, no. What was her name? Ray? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ray. Yeah. Oh, no. Ray's going to get hurt. Let's do this. When Shinji's over there about to die, he's like, Keep going, boy. Like, what are you doing? Why are you sitting down? Sick on this from him, man. <laughs> like, th- to be honest, all the negative things that people put on Shinji, at least so far, it's product of having a horrible childhood and lack of love. Oh, I can't really blame the kid for how he is or how he thinks, man. I agree. Yeah. So was, he ever, was he raised? <sighs> no, he wasn't raised by his mom. Who was he raised by? Do we know? Uh, he said in the show and in the movie, he's like, uh, I'm fine with living alone. I'm used to it. Uh, when Misato is like, yeah. hey, right before she invites him to live with her, he's like, oh, no, it doesn't matter. I'm used to living alone. So they don't really tell us exactly how his life was before. But I'm like, who was paying the bills? Well, I yeah. imagine his dad was still doing it or something. Yeah, I assume his pops was like supporting him from afar. Oh, okay. I'm not totally sure. Um, the big thing that I want to hammer home about a lot of Shinji's personality is that he's kind of supposed to be a reflection of the author and mm-hmm. director of Anna, right? And Anna, the story is about like his battle with depression and uh, 
being unsure about his own religion and things like that. So like mm. Shinji is the depressed character of anime. Like Yeah. 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 After t- who takes a two day walk? Like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Having a whole ass bad sleep on the road and then just yeah. keeps on walking. Then they find him. <laughs> it's painful, right, man. Yeah. To me, it's very painful, man. I feel bad for the kid, man. Yeah, I, I do too. And one thing I want to talk about before we get like completely into the movie and the the plot and all, all that stuff mm. is that the other reason that he made this movie series was to generate money to do uh, more things in animation. Like his big thing is like, hey, I want to push animation forward, period. And so he used a lot of the funds that he got from the first three rebuild films mm-hmm. to make Anime Expo, which is basically where he... Wait, uh, Anime Expo? Not like Anime Expo, the con, but let me find it. I think it's called Anna Expo. I can't remember. But oh, okay. basically it was where he kind of helped fund a lot of animated short films and some of those films became shows that are pretty highly accredited like uh sssss gridman and yuri on ice they were both from anime it's called animation expo that's what it was called oh okay Um, and so those two shows are the biggest ones that came out of it but there are a bunch of them and um he also did which is crazy to me he wrote shin godzilla so not the Godzilla, not the American Godzilla movies, but Shin Godzilla oh, like that it. came out in like 2014 or 15. I can't remember exactly when, but he wrote that. <laughs> See, and that's that's how I, I feel like people should be doing this. Like they do something great and then take their profits or their their like the product of that and invest it back into what they love and make other great things or help other people make great things. That's nice. that's like perfect. Yeah, it's really cool. I don't know if you've seen Yuri on Ice. I, beautiful. I haven't seen opinion. it. I got to watch it. Oh, my. Like, definitely a top, like, I wouldn't say top 10, but it's up there. That's good. I definitely recommend it. Okay, cool. And then Shin Godzilla, um, it's kind of credited. So, like, there was a Godzilla movie that came out in the States before, but obviously Godzilla is a Japanese property and mm. it's huge in Japan. So when he made the Shin Godzilla, that's like, it was huge for like reviving the image of Godzilla and just kaiju style monster movie Mm. media in general. Like a bunch of stores popped up. It like revitalized an entire economy. It's hard to understate what he did uh, for that group of people, which is hilarious. It's crazy. (laughs) That That means he he basically revitalized too, because like he... I, well, in my opinion, he kind of revitalized or started the the mecha mm-hmm. battle battle mecha animes, right? In my opinion, so like like the SS Headgrid Man and uh, what else was there? Uh, well, I feel like after like Evangelion, that's mm-hmm. when you started seeing like your Aurekas. That's when you started seeing your uh, all the other big ones. Like what's the other one? Goran Lagan. Goran Lagan. Yeah. Uh, no, but then there's there's another big one. Uh, what was it? Because uh, it took place in I want to say it took place in Germany, not Germany. Uh, but one of the really? uh, no, not darling in the Franks. Even though we do definitely have to, <laughs> we have to do it. <laughs> we could do a whole episode on that. I gotta yeah, watch, okay. but oh, you definitely need to. It's 
wow. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what's the big one? Is it not not Coleos? Uh, oh shit. Uh, I hate myself that I can't can't remember this. We'll come back around. We'll come back around. Yeah, but, we'll come yeah, back. He over. definitely revitalized like him and the Gundam people because Gundam people have never let Gundam die. Like the original creator of Gundam, he kind of just handed it off to other creators and let them create their own version of Gundam. It's like mm-hmm. kind of like Pokemon in that way, where it's like <laughs> there's a or like a American comic, honestly, like a Spider Man, where there's been fifty Spider Man writers and directors and stories and universes. It's the same that's way for Gundam. That's why there's mm-hmm. so many movies of Gundam and like different series and different variations yeah. of it. Just pretty dope. It's interesting. Yeah. yeah like Power but, Rangers. Yeah, I like Power Rangers. Uh there's other things too. But let's get into the synopsis of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um Evangelion 1.0, you are not alone. It is the first of four films released in the rebuild of Evangelion Tetralogy based on the original anime series Neon Genesis Evangelion. It was produced and co-distributed by Ano Studio Kara in relationship with Gainax. Hideaki Ano wrote the first movie and is the general director and manager for the entire project. Uh, Yoshiyuki Sadamoto provided character designs for the film, while Ikuto Yamashita provided mechanical designs. Both Shinji Higuchi and Tamoki Kyoto provided the film's storyboard. The film focuses on a young teenager named Shinji Ikari who finds he must pilot a mecha known as Evangelion Unit 1.0 to protect the world from mysterious creatures known as angels. The plot is largely a point-for-point adaptation of the first six episodes of the original anime. First six. Um, while some scenes and events are replications of the original series, others unfold differently with new or omitted scenes and newly available 3D CG technology. The film received a positive response from fans, with Hideaki Yano himself calling it a faithful remake of the original series. The film was ranked as the fourth highest grossing anime film at the Japanese box office during 2007, earning a total of over 20 million worldwide. Okay. Um, is there anything that you guys like that jumps out at you guys in the beginning for like things you noticed or things that you guys want to talk about? Out of the uh, like everything? Yeah, just from your experience watching the movie. Well, I always had the question was like, how do these cities get built? Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. all these cities that like, they can res- like rescind into the fucking ground. So like mm-hmm. the amount of time it would take oh, to dig this stuff up. Because like think about it, like they they probably didn't set this up before the angels came. So that means the first angel had to come. Mm-hmm. They said, "Holy shit, we need to do something about this," and so they. Their first thought was to bring make a city that can rescind into the ground to <laughs> to what you call stop the destruction. So like the amount of time it would have taken for that, like wouldn't the angels have wiped us out by then? They say it was only fifteen years after the second impact. So I don't know. My so in fifteen years they made a, they made all that happen. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is pretty funny, and yeah. everything is so like far advanced but then like cars and stuff are like 90s cars still like misato yeah. drives a super 90s car matter of fact what is it? i was just watching the what is it uh batman the long holiday mm-hmm. and it was basically the same thing like they had a uh, like smartphones and stuff like that but then if you looked at the cars there were those old 1920s uh like punch buggy looking cars yeah like, oh it's a little weird <laughs> it is funny or- mm-hmm. but i mean you know it's sci-fi 
I kind of enjoyed the kind of split. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just something that I've, I've always like wondered about because even uh, what was the even in Darling? That's another one where like they had the, the moving cities. Mm-hmm. So like, my question is one: how they build the moving cities that big in the time that they weren't attacked and stuff like that. So <laughs> I'm I'm just one of those people who just like who likes to learn about the world and so like how they oh, built yeah. the world and stuff like that. Yeah, kind of like, like encyclopedia or something about the information about like oh like what's going on here um who yeah. did that i think star wars has like a big book where it explains everything and all this stuff mm-hmm. that'd be pretty interesting but I, i'm just i'm just like i'm so intrigued and like surprised in the idea of like oh like you know what um uh, we already made this i'm gonna go ahead and remake it again just to make it better and then you like you like you can tell the attention to detail he had like even from like, showing the Coca Cola cans, the Doritos, the beer, mm-hmm. and just everything like just every little thing, just how like how it was perfectly placed to actually like, show hey like look how far we made this you know that's, that's, that's kind of how I felt like a lot of a lot of the scenes were, which is pretty nice especially like you know you can tell there was more money put into this than what it was obviously from before. What they call it the Magnum Magnus Open or Magnum Magnum Opus? Opus, yeah, yeah. You could tell this is Magnum Opus, even though he went on to do even even better things. But yeah. usually, and he had the bread. That's the yeah. thing with yeah, the that's first the one. Right there. Yeah, they ran out of money. Uh, oh. You know, like Ellie, you haven't seen the end, or you haven't seen the original, right? No, but the last episode of the original, it like kind of veers all the way off. It's like infamous where you've seen the gif where like shinji is standing on the world and he's surrounded by everybody and they're like congratulations congratulations mm-hmm. and they're clapping and shit that was just because he like straight mm-hmm. up ran out of a budget so like he ended it on like this weird philosophical uh meta type of way but then like the second he got a bunch of money he was like yo i'm coming right back to make this movie <laughs> to actually finish it i'm, I'm gonna write this the way i wanted to write it, it. yeah, I love yeah. It. <laughs> exactly it's beautiful um, that was a great movie. I enjoyed it. The other thing that I have to tell you guys and come clean with is I am holding in all my Kumar energy for Misato. That's my number one <laughs> wife of all time. I love her. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Yo, my. Maybe disrespecting my girl Misato. <laughs> Nah, she's disrespecting she, her, man. I should nah, talk to your wife, but. Shinji's <laughs> sitting there. He's being a bitch. Uh, his dad. Pussy, and they're just all—they're all just—they don't respect her the way that she needs to be respected. That's all I had to say uh, <laughs> concerning that. But I really like looking at this show from like the aspect of. We can tell why you look at like looking at this show. <laughs> oh, <boy. sure>, definitely. <laughs> <You're naked>. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> from the aspect of like Shinji's, uh, from the aspect of his depression, right? Where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, he came in like super depressed and he was hoping, you know, hey, maybe rekindling this relationship with my dad will help me feel a little bit better about myself or maybe making new friends will make me feel better about myself. He really came in like, this is going to be my fresh start or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> day one at work or whatever you call it, his dad thrusts him into a life or death situation. Yep. <laughs> day one at school, he gets his ass beat by a bully. <laughs> it's, uh... He's just fucked up. My thing is like, 
did he really expect to like it was gonna be like all open arms? Shinji, I missed you. Oh my god, I love you. Like <laughs> maybe again, this man didn't want to it... talk to you for fourteen years. Like you expect, yeah. like after fourteen years, he's gonna be like, oh. Again, it was it was three years, but still, <laughs> like three years of it was no three, communication. Me stretched. Holy shit! <laughs> Eleven. Like, at least from how I saw the shot, like. But he's still scene. going through. Like he's going through puberty, so. Yeah. Or he's yeah, probably about to start thing. going through puberty, so. I see why it's so emotional. Damn, man. poor kid. What were you saying, Ellie? Oh no, that I like from the shot where you see like he's crying and stuff like that. Like when he's he's obviously abandoned, he looks way smaller. So I thought it was like probably like six or five or something. Oh yeah, they say they say it was three years um, since he and his dad got separated. I believe his dad went to Tokyo Three, which is the mm-hmm. one underground, and then he was still on top. Yeah. Mm. I imagine his mom died whenever he was born, right? I assume so too. They don't really. Uh, yeah, they never, never really tell you. But it I always thought they just assumed that, that she uh, died in a what you call it? What? Uh, what an angel attack? No, I want to say during birth. Yeah, oh, I even think thought. it was well, during labor? birth, or like right before the show starts. It's got to yeah. be one of the two. But I don't think it's right before the show starts because Shindy never talks about his mom. So, yeah. Yeah. That's another key. That's another detail that I, w- I would like actually like to have an answer for. But I assume it's that, especially if I don't know. You know my biggest critique. Yeah. You know how we talked about how um, in the first fight the Ava takes over and it fights for Shinji. Uh-huh. I liked that in the original series it was Shinji who fought back. Because uh, it, it really just paints Shinji as like super weak and having no promise, whereas the the events of the show kind of paint Shinji as a reluctant person who has latent talent and ability, and we don't really see that until uh, it's time for him to save his friends. Which, yeah. I mean, it's good either way, right? Because then you give him a motive to do what he's doing. But I kind of like that he had some type of spine or backbone in the show. Uh, I got a mixed feeling on that. Because I, I feel like... So switching the, the Ava going crazy on the first episode instead of the later on, mm-hmm. like, it kills the reveal that they're not just mechs. And that it's yeah. not just uh, him. Because when, when watching it the first time, I was thinking, like, all right, these are just mechs that they're using. Uh, they they use parts of the, the angels to... To kind of be able to do damage to the angels because, like, they they weren't able to do anything with any of the any of the technology they have at their current present moment, and so that's why Shinji's dad found a way to map the angel onto a mech, and, and so I thought it was just straight like a a mech with the ability to hurt angel angels because it's an kind of it's part of an angel attacking an angel kind of thing, like a sword made from their body kind of stuff. Yeah, and so. Uh, during the anime, I thought it was just just that, just a mech. So he was piloting, and then him kind of breaking past his barriers to to go and defeat the first angel. I was like, oh, okay, so this is what it's gonna be. And then when when he had the reveal that the Ables are actually alive, that that hit harder. And For here, sure. kind of just it like it tells you out from the beginning. So you're like, all right, when's he gonna stop, and when's the Ava gonna start? Because there was a few times during the the movie where 
he was going crazy, but then the Ava just wasn't doing anything. And I would have thought, like, as since we've already established in the first part that the Ava has a mind of its own and can work on its own, that it would just automatically get into that part. But then it would be more of a crutch, and so you're just sitting there waiting. So, like, it kind of throws it off for me, if that yeah. made sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just... It- I feel like it's, uh, and I, I haven't watched the rest of these movies, so I can't really say where it's going, but it just feels like they kind of buried the lead there. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, well, damn, if we kind of know this. And, well, actually, Ellie, you haven't seen the show, so tell us how you felt seeing that. Like, did you think that the robot was, like, alive? What did you think that the robot was? Uh, I... Like, me just, like, not knowing exactly what I was looking at at the moment. Like, not knowing what it was. If it was just, like, a robot. Not a robot. It was, like, a like a mecha. Or it was, like, an actual being that is that doesn't have a... How do I say this? It's, like, an unmanned... Yeah, let's, let's call it, like, an unmanned mecha. But since, mm-hmm. like, I realized that he's linked... Like, he feels the pain that the freaking machine feels, right? Or the mm-hmm. Eva or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I kind of thought that whenever he reacted like that way, like he just basically took control. I thought it was basically his sub, uh, subconscious, like just him, like he just lost consciousness and then just automatically like what he actually like that fight or flight just ad- automatically activated and it just reflected on the Eva and it just did everything that he wanted to do, but was too cowardly to do, you know, mm-hmm. that's how I see it. But at the same oh, time, it was like, like a late end. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like you guys saying that, I kind of feel like, yeah, maybe the Ava actually has a conscience. We just, well, at least I don't know. Um, like, like I don't know what, like, why or how. Even though it's part of the, uh, you know, of the angels and all that stuff. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was very weird. Cause I was like, wait a minute, is this, like, is it is like the Eva is actually something, or is it just subconsciously? But then you see when, uh, whenever they're trying to like to tame it or trying to fix the other Eva that just goes crazy and starts punching the freaking glass and all that stuff. Like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, so now I know it's something else. It's not just simply that. They just yeah, basically it's not take simply out, a robot. Yeah, this basically take out like the like some memory thing or like not a memory, but it's like let's call it a fuse. Well, I think it's, no, it's not called a fuse, but let's just call it a fuse. You take the fuse thing out, like oh, mm-hmm. then he can't move anymore. If you put it back in, then it just comes back to life. It was very yeah. interesting. I kind of like that that concept. Uh, the, you're talking about or... the pod that they put the pilot in, and then they put yeah, it in yeah, the yeah, yeah. neck of the yeah, 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 the nerve nerve fuse or nerve pod. There's yeah. a there's a good thing that's kind of similar. Uh, I think it's um, you guys watched Altered Carbon on Netflix. I have not. No, but I've well, I, I, I heard it was good. To, well, the way that they that it's kind of like this whole like a part of this. Like they have like this like chips in the back of their heads where they can basically transfer their consciousness, their memories, everything from body to body. Hmm. So True. if you were to destroy that, then you basically just destroy like the like the person actually. But you can make copies of yourself and all that stuff. It's it's a very weird kind of way. So that's how I kind of saw it. So if you were to destroy that, you're basically destroying the being, and then like the body is just there. You know, yeah. it has no nothing or anything whatsoever. That makes sense. Yeah, it is. It's very similar in that way, except the uh, Ava actually has something. <laughs> yeah, they have something there. This is. I love it. I enjoy this shit. It's a crazy theme because it's like, well, how much uh, of your will can you impose on this other being? You know, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, get out before get out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's similar, very similar. Just scary thinking about all the pain, like getting stabbed through. You actually feel that, and then you got to react to that as well. 
Yeah. yeah. Imagine feeling your bones break without them actually breaking. Yeah. Which means you can feel it again and again. Exactly. That's <laughs> psychological torture, man. Having kids do that. Yeah. It just makes it worse, man. That's another thing we gotta talk about. Why do all these mecha animes have kids piloting <laughs> these when you got grown adults right there? Grown adults that are just commanding everything. It's <laughs> it's amazing how they weaponize kids. Oh uh, kind of reminds me a lot like uh Battle Royale, the movie. Mm, yeah. Like they just get a whole bunch of kids instead of like, getting all the adults that are in shit. Japan. Hunger Games, same thing, right? Same thing. Yeah, <laughs> it, it doesn't stop. It's it's crazy. It's always and kids. I feel like they didn't even explain it, bro. <laughs> like Yeah. I don't At least, like that's the one that's the one thing that they, they actually do explain in uh in uh, Darling. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, we have kids because of this and this and this. And I'm like, okay. So, you know, that's you know, that's all right, the, all. <laughs> I don't agree with that is good. I kinda understand why, like obviously <laughs> Anno did this was because he wanted like to well he didn't want to, but he just wanted to use that Shinji to show like to basically make it like a reflection of himself but not actually like entirely, so I understand yeah, why we use like, use a kid instead of obviously using an adult. But I don't know; they they gotta add more adults to stuff like this, man. For sure, I think that's <laughs> I think... a. I don't know if we talked about that before, but that's kind of an issue I have with anime in general. Yeah, I don't want to watch high school kids all the time, bro. But I I, I, I know most of it is for kids. I I, I gotta understand that too, shonens and all that stuff. But I think there should be more things for adults. Like for example, do you Blue. think? Mm-hmm. So so this is something uh, I've, I've talked to with uh, some of my other friends. Do you think it's because that it's geared towards kids, or do you think it's because in the Japanese uh, culture, it seems like after high school you basically go straight into like college, or you go straight into work, and then after that, like, it's like, it's like, seems like over. yeah, <laughs> and they like you just work, 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 work. That kind of makes sense. It does. And so like the only time to like actually have fun, actually, where you don't have any what's the what's the word any responsibilities is when you're in high school. So that's when they, they draw and they do all the stuff that they like. That's why most animes are, are in that way. Yeah. Now, I think, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think I gotta pull back on what I said too, just cause it sounds kind of like weird and sensitive, like culturally. Cause obviously, you know, we're used to Western stuff and over there, it's just, mm-hmm. everything is kind of seems similar in some things, but obviously it's something like, it's different. Everything over there is really different. So, now yeah, the thing is, we're, like, mm-hmm. uh, just to disclaimer, mine too. Like, uh, it was my friend. He's not from Japan. We just he's read a lot of uh, anime and watched a lot of their media, and so I'll just ask him questions. And oh, he so says yeah, that he, he, it seems a, like he's a big otaku. Well, he's he's yeah. actually the definition of a weeb. <laughs> that is into yeah. Japanese culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was getting ready to say I don't really know a lot about Japanese culture to comment on it. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I know some things, but I, I wouldn't like I wouldn't say that I'm like to that extent that like, I know like all yeah, that he's stuff. big into the culture and stuff like that. Me, it's that. the food and the anime that as that's as big as <laughs> I have right now, but I would like to to learn more. Oh for sure. No, but this is beautiful, man. I'm telling you. Cool. I, I, this this like I can't wait to watch the other two movies. Uh, I think we're gonna watch it like Saturday because Friday I work. Yeah. I can't wait to watch them, man. I'm I'm hyped up. I'm super excited to see where they go because I know like there's a character, the girl who wears the pink suit. She's not in the original, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the the kid with the gray hair, right. he doesn't have as big a role. Like he's only around for like two or three cool. episodes. Yeah, he's not around yeah, for okay. like hella long. But it seems like he's around for two of these entire movies. 
Uh, yeah. And so I want to see how that ends up going. I'm super excited for that. I almost can't wait. <laughs> but yeah, how much did you guys enjoy the movie? I, I don't think we talked about that. If we give it a scale from 1 to 10, I would definitely give it a 9. Right. So coming into it from watching the, the like the show and this, the show at that time when I was watching it, I gave it like an 8 out of 10 just because of like the like I, I had touched on before the reveal and stuff like that that they're now and it was kind of like a shock to me like watching this uh and with the changes to it i would still give it an eight out of ten and that would actually put it above it weirdly just because like when you come into something that you already know or it's going to be a retelling you kind of expect some things and so for it to be able to still throw me off a little and change things up for me uh, still like that it's it's the same same level but it's the reason it's at that level is just different reasons if that makes sense yeah because okay we got to talk about the end of the movie right where mm-hmm. on the moon it's Kaoru, uh the kid with the gray hair mm-hmm. yo i was so hyped to see that i was like oh shit we're <laughs> actually gonna see him come through yep. it's like in the show he kind of just appears i'm like oh man yeah so but now like, I'm just I think, like i feel like they're gonna flush him out in the second one exactly i am ready for I'm super ready for that. I'm super ready to meet Asuka because in my multiple watches of the original Ava, mm-hmm. Asuka has now become maybe my favorite character that's not Misato. I would never do that to you, Misato. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's not her in the entire show. Like I, I just I went from hating her in my mm-hmm. first watch or two to like just kind of feeling bad for her as time went mm-hmm. on. Type shit. Oh, okay. So Please, I'm super I'll... excited for that. Let's go. But to move on to one thing that we talked about last week that I really want to talk about this week is the live action adaptations again. Oh, uh, I got one piece. <laughs> got one piece I, just, on Netflix. I saw that. I saw the. I saw the. Which one called the? They said like they dropped the first episode. Well, not yeah, like the, the title episode, but like the title. Yeah, Roman. And then they also, I think they have a script ready. Yeah. Yep. Do you How, guys want to show you the uh, the actors and the people? They, they have uh, actors. I haven't seen the actors. I haven't either. You guys a picture right now. I know oh, the okay. first episode is titled Romance Dawn. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean much to I'm 117 episodes now into One Piece. Mm-hmm. So there's literally 90% of the show that I don't know. See, I'm or, like 25 episodes and it's not 1 through 25. It's like 2, 15, <laughs> 103. <laughs> right, right. So Son, You're going to see Chopper right now. You're going to go crazy. Bro, that's fake. It's got to be fake, right? That was fake. I hope. <laughs> and I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hope. I'm really hoping this is fake right now, and this is like possibly something else because it doesn't make. I sense. I saw that thing. I know what you're talking about. It was like, yo, we're gonna make Chopper all CGI, blah blah blah. There's yeah. no way. There's but it no could way. work. That's the thing. Daniel's worked. It could, so, but well, I just don't Sonic, think it looks Sonic like how worked. they made it. Sonic work. Let's be honest. So, if, if yeah, you Sonic work. Sonic, you can do. Mm-hmm. You can do that. Sonic work. Daniel's work. Detective Pikachu. Yeah. Who I'm else? Shit. Uh, I mean, there's a bunch of all the characters in Deadpool all worked. All yeah. the CGI characters True. in Deadpool. Wait, Chopper's an actual deer. What the? Well, yeah, he's that's, a ranger. That's walking point right there. That's walking. That's walk point. Not a chopper. His little make oh. a small one. No, that's kind of. I was weird. gonna say his transformations have names. Yeah. Yeah. Just walk point. There's a kung fu one. Karate point. It's a big boy monster point. I'm probably getting them wrong right now, but it's something around that. Don't flame me, please. 
Look at Usopp, dude. Dude, just look at Usopp. Look at that nose. Look again. Yeah, they could have they left his nose off. I'm going to make probably this picture the cover. So then these, uh, the listener doesn't just sit See, I'm posting this, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a cosplay, though. Yeah. Usopp looks nuts, bro. <laughs> oh, look at the solo one, dude. Like, that Luffy like looks Sanji. way too old. Sanji looks yeah, Sanji good. looks cool. Yeah, there's that does look like a con, thing. though. It looks like a random anime con. Yeah, yeah I just saw the picture they were talking about it, and I just panicked. I really just like, oh my god! But it's written by Americans, so are we sure it's going to be with uh, like Japanese uh, actors, or is it going to be with Americans? I Luffy actually looks like he's a Filipino. Oh, really? To me, I'm a, I might be really insensitive right now, and I apologize for anybody who's listening. But to me, he looks a little Filipino to me. I don't know. I, well, I don't know. I can't say that. And he's already got a scar? Yeah. So where uh, are they starting uh, from? Yeah. And look at Frankie. Well, Ellie, you watched it. Which, uh, what is Romance Dawn? You know what Romance, that is? Uh, I actually haven't watched that part, but it's, it's like basically like the prologue to the first uh, episode of One Piece. Oh, really? It's like when he actually sets out to see. But he, he already has a scar. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. No, that I hope they're not going to start from there. Okay. That is wild. Yeah, because that, that X in his chest doesn't come until like way later in the Yeah, like halfway through. Anime. After Marineford. That's what yeah. I was getting ready to say. Because I'm a hundred and something. He definitely doesn't have one of those. Yeah. Or but the hey. scar, I mean. My bad. Wait, wait, wait. Stop, stop. It's Frankie gonna Wait, so Rock gonna Wait, no. This has to be a lie. What? <laughs> I think... I don't know if they're actually going with this, but... Oh, it's, not it's, it's a website's picks for uh for the people that we're gonna cast for. I thought the Rock oh, was so that's not real? Frankie. Oh, no. I'm not sure. No, they haven't announced it yet, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think we would have seen... I would have seen uh, the cast. Yeah, Twitter would have went crazy on this. Man, yeah. why would why would okay. somebody pick Jack Black as Jim Bay? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I figured out what Romance Dawn is. So Romance Dawn is One Piece before One Piece. It was written before One Piece came out. Yeah. Uh, published mm. as a one-shot by the One Piece creator, Ichiro Oda. In the Shonen Jump 1996 oh. summer special, Romance Dawn is about a young pirate named Monkey D. Luffy, who, to make things short and spoiler-free, does some very piratey things. Romance Dawn is also the first arc of the anime told over the first few episodes. Oh, so I have seen it. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think cool. I think it had some like more things. I'm not sure though. So That's it'll probably cool. end with him eat, either him eating the gum 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 or uh fruit or something else. They'll probably yeah, they'll probably explain it throughout that. Yeah. Part. It's probably gonna I mean this is episode one. This is a script for episode one. So I assume this season might go through like Meeting Zoro and Nami, mm. all the way up to this maybe might... meeting Sandy or through the no, clown. Th- What's the clown? This is going to be this is going to be with a five. It's probably going to be like East Blue entirely. You think so? Yeah, and also be I believe this is going to be kind of like um, what's what's it called? Um, you know how Hunger Games and the book is very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I imagine it's going to be something similar like that. Just for oh, so like, like a retelling, just... not really a. Oh, well, kind of like that, just for the sake of time, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I'm pretty sure we're talking about maybe 40, hopefully 40 minute episodes, 45 minute episodes, if, if like it's actually going to be the US dealing with it. Yeah. 
So, and in my opinion, I feel like this is yeah. better than like if they were to just drop like a movie because they can actually movie? flush. Yeah, they can actually flush out like the story and the characters and stuff like that because they have time to do that with a TV series. Because you can't do that in like an hour thirty to two hours. There's too many people, too many backstories that you kind of have to rush into it. So with the series, I'm gonna give them a lot more leeway. Yeah, it just depends on how they handle the characters with the time that they have. Agreed. I'm and just, that's literally I'm... what we were asking for last episode. We were like, yeah, mm-hmm. let the movies go. Give me a little mini series, which is what this seems to be shaping out to be. Right. And if it's 10 45 minute episodes, I'm happy. I'll watch it. And uh, give me a, give me like up. six good episodes that make me want a larger series and you'll be straight. Yeah. That's also true. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Like, give me, give me that give way me you're that. not spinning as much. Oh, sorry about that. Like, oh, you're Oh, so I was saying, uh, that way you're not spending as much money on the initial. Yeah. You get six mini episodes, and then if it's fire and people fuck with it, boom, you greenlit a larger series. If it's not, you don't lose as much money. Give me eight 45-minute episodes, and then afterwards, if you're going to do more, just give me 12, 14 per season. Or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, don't something know. like it's that. It's a lot of budget, because we're talking. there's going to be a lot of CGI here. Let's, mm-hmm. let's keep it a buck. Yeah, there is no human being that can stretch his arm and be that lanky and just do all that stuff. What you yeah, mean, Jordan did it? <laughs> um, hey, what are those Space Jam? Does anybody know if those Space Jam uh, stunts that he did were CGI or if they were somehow practical? Oh, oh it was practical, all bro. You know, that was his arm that far. You never seen that? <laughs> Come on, dude. That, so, that was that must have been a boring recording. Just being full green screen. Green screen everything. Man. Have you seen? Have, so they actually put out a. I don't know if it's a documentary or like a just a short, but they've mm-hmm. shown how he did the filming of that. So it was basically him dribbling a basketball with uh, like four or five guys in in green suits <laughs> around him and just kind of like trying to play defense kind of thing. And they had one guy with like a pole <laughs> to, to simulate Tweety. It, it's actually pretty funny. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> that is I, like you, you can't blame him for for the acting when you're mm-hmm. stuck in a position like that where it's all just funny green you're talking to nobody <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> yeah it's it's weird man like but if you i, I think you could have been probably a good actor you yeah, probably maybe. had a good chance but anyways that's that's off the thing <laughs> yeah it is but how do you guys think it's gonna be man do y'all have hope for the one piece there are some uh, key action. things they got i have go ahead there are some key things where they gotta, they got, they can't miss, and it's basically the characters and just being. Hopefully, the budget is enough, and the CGI doesn't look too wonky, and Netflix doesn't do another Marco Polo or any other series that got canceled. If it's actually good, true, true. But I can't so wait. Me, I can't wait. It doesn't matter if it's if it's Japanese casting, if it's anybody, as long as they look very decent and everything, like they got the budget to make things right, I'm fine with it. So for me, like I have more hope for this than I do for like the Netflix movies because, as I said before, they have more time to flesh out the characters. More, they can go over a lot more material with the time that they have than they can. And it's not going to be as condensed because they don't have to shoot it into a two-hour movie. True. I don't know, man. I don't you know. Guys, how I you feel. guys who know that the writer that that uh, Oda 
basically greenlit this for he did uh what's uh agents of shield i think it's called oh he did and he did some other things as well so if like a lot of people said that agents of shield is actually pretty good uh who knows like maybe we actually got something here i can't i can't talk i can't say because i haven't watched it but from other people telling me that it's actually good and all that stuff i think we we probably have a good chance of having a very decently nice um anime for you know like not anime but just like a show that everybody's going to be able to watch based on an anime you know yeah i don't know because that's the thing right we said literally last week hey marvel does a good job with these even marvel and netflix did a good job with this type of show Mm -hmm. so hopefully they can kind of take what they did from marvel and apply it to one piece and i don't see why they wouldn't be able to and they have the budget to do it that's the thing yeah Yeah. i'm cautiously optimistic that's i wish i wish like they could netflix would post the budget for all the projects that they've made or the in progress of making just to see how they work around it (laughs) me i'm I'm saying like netflix could like cancel about 30 percent of their their shows facts and then start pumping that money into like good like good projects mm-hmm. son they would be like destroying the game right now big facts and that's kind of what they need to do because they're losing a lot of those uh shows that were kind of staples on uh netflix it's like they mm-hmm. lost friends they lost the office uh a lot of these new streaming services are like yo we created this show we're taking this back yeah. and mm-hmm. so netflix is stuck with their originals so they I kinda, think that mm-hmm. you think that you have to kind of the balancing act is hey I have to have enough content to please every single one of my subscribers, but I also have to give these shows enough of a budget to not fail. You know, uh, it's kind of hard for them when you gotta like you have so many because this is the I think this is a bad thing probably they they're stuck with, but I don't know they got the money for it, so I'm not I'm not gonna yeah. give them too much slack. They have the issue the problem of having to satisfy people that well a lot of people that like different genres right mm. so like they have to give people the docs they have to give people some horror stuff they have to give people some comedy some whatever some anime and i think they've spread themselves out too thin to the point that we get records of ragnarok and just instead of posting the actual fight or putting money into it you're just putting panels slideshows basically slideshows <laughs> you know like there, there's like there's like you you, you kind of see it right because they want to give people what they want but they don't want to put the work behind it and now me saying this just basically just brings me more worry and more stress but let's you know let, let's be honest let's, let's be really honest they they have a tough they they have a tough job in keeping people happy yeah, for sure. That's the, that's the big thing. Just keeping people happy because you know how us fans are. We're mm-hmm. we're very emotional, and because yeah. we've grown up with this stuff, we we have the way we would make it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. listening to or having somebody else make it and it live up to our expectations is it's a tall order. Yeah. yeah. So, do it honestly. Understand mm-hmm. what they're going through. At this point, I feel like. As long as you put in effort, like if I can tell that, hey, you guys put in effort to this and I disagree with what you did, right. I'm almost more fine with that than, you know, I can just tell you didn't put in any effort at all to like consult mm-hmm. with the source material. Like 
I can tell when somebody didn't love what they made. Like whoever made that Death Note did not love Death Note. Okay. Just say Star Wars Episode Nine, bro. That's all you. That too. Do. They love Star Wars, or yeah, maybe they love Star Wars too much and they made their fan fiction. I don't yeah. know. But it was very easy to tell whoever made uh, the Death Note movie did not love Death Note Mm-mm, at all. Or what was it, Dragon Ball Z Evolution? Oh, oh man. Come on, Sam. Come on. Like there's some there's some bad ones out there. <laughs> like there's a lot of sickness in the street. Yeah. But shoot, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much all we have for this week. Uh, I'm super excited to watch the next movie, which is 2.0. Um, that is on Amazon Prime Video. If you guys want to watch it, uh, I really do recommend you watch it since it's going to be what we're talking about for pretty much yeah. half of the next episode as well. And I assume we're meeting Kaoru as well as Oscar. So, Ellie, it's going to be pretty dope for you. It's going to be hella dope for me uh, and Hungry You as well. And you guys. I'm be ready. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, uh, get in on that. You can listen to last episode where we talk a lot about the live action anime adaptations as well. Uh, other than that, have a good week. Oh, there's something else? I, I couldn't remember that. We'll probably talk about it next week, but uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. We got it. But until next week, have a good one, guys. Be safe.